Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Hello everyone. Uh, it's Steve here. With a bit more coaching you here, but today we're going to be keeping it easy. So today is a another of the recovery ramble sessions where I'm going to run easy for a bit and I'm going to talk a, a few things. I'm just going to expand a little bit on some of the things that I talked about in the last edition of the recovery ramble. Um, and largely we're going to focus on uh, the business and what I'm trying to do with the milestone pursuit. Uh, I'm going to talk about a few other bits and pieces along the way as well. I'll just ramble really and see where we uh, see where we end up. Uh, all the running is going to be easy, so this is just keeping things nice and t- nice and comfy. Conversational pace, ticking over pace. Just going to get going and. Um, and that's particularly easy for me today. I'm recording this on Sunday. The completely lost track of the dates. Is it the 16th? Uh, yeah, I think it's the 16th. And um, and it's Sunday evening. And I'm running today a little bit gingerly because I went out running on Friday evening with the ultimate aim of getting to the pub for fish and chip takeaway and uh, fell awkwardly landed awkwardly on one of the trails in Epping Forest and turned my ankle and I thought it was a bit of a bad one at the time this recovered really well so I've been rested yesterday and it's it's been okay today so I'm going to give it a go but it was the kind of turn which I'm sure we've all done where you do scream out loud because it was quite sore and it could happen again so once it's gone and obviously everything's weak in that area it could go again tonight so if I do scream you know why Um, but I'm going to stick to the main paths tonight keeping it easy whilst we chat uh, so where do we go so I'm going to talk a little bit about the milestone pursuit and what the business is about and what we're trying to do and all that sort of stuff and I'll talk a little bit about this again Oops, some people. thank you um, I'll talk a little bit about again, this again a little bit later, but I'll just introduce it now. 
Um, I just wanted to quickly flag the launched a new coaching program called Early Milestones. Um, and I guess it's a little bit like Catch the 5K in this for predominantly aimed at people who are new to running, but also those who have been running a little while and are looking to develop their they're running get a bit faster or maybe go a bit further and who'd like a little bit of a little bit of support but at an affordable level so the way the early milestones program is going to work is you're going to get a, an audio session that's relevant to your stage and there's going to be a a number of stages, there's two to start with. One is building up to 5k, and the next one is getting faster over 5k. So that's the first two stages we're going to work to. Oh, I'm just going up my hill. Yeah, so the way it's going to work, it's an eight-week program. You get one audio session a week, which is a training session, but you'll also get hints and tips and advice for what you want to do with the rest of your training. And you can also get online access to to me via a closed Facebook group and or a WhatsApp group specific to your stage. And that's all for less than a tenner a month. Pretty good I reckon, but then I would say that you'll, you'll decide. talking a bit more about that later. Oh. One day off and I feel like I've never run before. Ankle is totally fine though. Bizarre. So, last time on the recovery ramble, I talked a bit about career choices that I'd made and how I became a coach and why I became a coach.
and it's interesting because one of the things that happened when I started to make the transition was the people who knew me responded in one of typically in one of two ways so they either said wow that's really brave sort of playing to which obviously made me a bit happy because courageousness is one of the values of the milestone pursuit um, yeah it's really brave putting you know your financial future in at risk and that really was a euphemism for saying are you mad you've thrown away your career for a pipe dream so that was one response and the other response was fantastic good on you I wish I could do something similar or I'm really envious of the choices that you've made and if I return back to the first nature of a response the other thing that's unsaid in that oh you're brave or you're you know it's a bold move stroke you're a bit mad but what's also underlying that is uh, a sense that I'd lost my ambition so as I said before there's it was around about when I was turning 40 a bit before across that transition and uh, I've been working in media and advertising for 20 years reasonably successfully certainly with lots of ambition and I guess I can see why people might think that you know think oh I'm going to be a running coach you're just going to basically be a personal trainer and of course there's nothing wrong with that but in isolation you can see how people might think of it as a a big backward step and all that sort of stuff so but that predetermines what ambition actually is and for me ambition was never about success in the sense of hierarchical positions and promotions although obviously I went for them Uh, but it was more driven actually by wanting to do things better so the focus throughout my career or my first career was wanting to improve things make things better from the way they were done before or the way they were done in comparison to other people and other businesses so that's what drove me and that's what my ambition was about and that hasn't diminished at all so I'm just as ambitious today as I was in my 20s and 30s probably even more ambitious and that ambition is built now 
around, you know, being better, doing things better. But it's also helping other people be better in whichever way they define. And it's also about trying to do things that are meaningful. Things that make a difference. And that's one of the reasons why this podcast getting picked up by The Guardian last weekend was such a such a cool thing for me because it was it demonstrated the value so so the ambition is very much there but what is the business trying to do well from I said last time that from the very outset it was about sport and wanting to be involved in sport in a, in a different way and finding a route into sport and I also spoke last time about how I felt it was really important that we thought about sport as being fully inclusive so it's for the beginners as much as it is for the elites And both feed off each other. And that's a really important point that brings back, comes back around to what the Master in Pursuit is trying to do. And at a really simplistic level, the thoughts behind what I'm trying to do is to create something that is there to support people in the pursuit of their own milestones, whatever they may be. So the choice or the word running is absent from the title of the business because I think it's broader than just running, but includes running as a massive subset and a really important one. But, you know, that is a pursuit of ours and that's what we do trying to help people and we love doing that coaching is a really valuable thing for you to do as a coach but there is also a pursuit of our own which I've written about before in the, in the monthly milestone or vaguely monthly newsletter and uh And the pursuit of our own is to help improve the standards of British elite marathon running. Which I think is fascinating. So if you go back in time, certainly when we started, and with that ambition in mind, and that ambition was there at the very, very beginning of the, of the process of launching the business so it's always been there and uh, at that point when you look back the performance level we were seeing from the British elite both men and women was no better than we were seeing in the early 80s 
and indeed all the way back to Ron Hill in the 70s. And that's before women were even allowed to run the marathon. So, at that point, I really felt that you know, something needs to be done. And you think, well, why, why is that? Why have standards not improved? And there's loads of theories about why. But I have quite a uh, strong view that one of the significant ones is money. So I think, and a lot of the old school disagree with this, but I think that it's really tough being a full-time, or being an elite marathon runner in the UK. And that's because you kind of have to be pretty serious and at least part-time, full-time in what you do around training. But you only get to run and race twice a year. You've got to do 120 mile weeks. Let's say 12 to 15 hours of running a week with time to rest built in on top with strength and conditioning built in on top and you only get to run race twice a year maybe three if you're going well it really is twice a year so you have two opportunities a year to earn some money out of your sport as prize money or appearance fees and that is through those appearances that you if you perform well you'll get sponsored but even then it probably won't go beyond a shoe manufacturer so Nike or New Balance or Adidas might sponsor you and that might look like some shoes or it might look like a half lucrative contract depending on your experience and your capability but it's not a lot so that's appearance money, prize money sponsorship money pretty tough to come by and then there's the funding from British Athletics and, uh, and that's pretty hard to come by as well for a marathon runner because historically all centred around 2012 and a little bit beyond funding has been determined based on your potential to win medals at global championships and obviously in marathon running that's pretty hard to do given the Kenyan and Ethiopian or the East African in general dominance of the sport and the closest we've come is Callum Hawkins who's twice come fourth and performed unbelievably well in doing so and so he does receive funding but he's one of the only ones who does so I think you know when you're in that position as an athlete and of course the other big risk in all of that is injury 
and we all suffer that from time to time in endurance road running. If you have a six month, 12 month, 18 month period where you're not really competing or racing, it's hitting you hard in the wallet. And you're probably gonna have to work as well. And many of our tough athletes obviously do work. Many are coaches, but some are doing other jobs as well. And what I think is that just puts incredible strain upon them. Thank you, which makes it really difficult for them to compete. Greater risk of injury and fatigue and all that sort of stuff. So it's a bit of a uh, vicious circle. So one of the things that I've been working towards is how do we support our top runners so that they can concentrate on their sport and be better and compete compete more. And that's why in 2017 when Josh Griffiths won the British Championships in the London Marathon off the off the mass start, off the championship start rather than the elite start and qualified for the World Championships as a result. That's why we picked up the phone to him and offered him a little bit of financial support. And then the same for Charlotte Purdue after she ran brilliantly in the 2017 World Championships in London. saw real potential for her there that has then been proven with her London Marathon in 2019 where she ran the third fastest time by a British woman ever. And latterly we've also started to support Dan Studley who is a very promising marathon runner with a track pedigree and a quick half marathon time. So we're helping him a little bit too. And this money comes directly from the money that our clients contribute to us in return for our coaching. So that's pretty cool in the sense that all of our clients are having a role to play in supporting elite runners and this year is going to be really tough on them obviously all races have been cancelled uh, who knows what happened in the autumn um, but they've had to forgo lots of opportunity to make a few quid here and there so we've kept going And as individuals, they're brilliant. They're really switched on, really ambitious, really focused, and very pleasant with it. And that's also important, is making sure we've got people who have got the right value set. 
But you might ask, why is all of that important? Why is it important that elite, British elite runners do well? And I think that's a fair question, given that I imagine most people who've been running lately have got no idea who any of those guys are with respect to them. And for me, again, it's about ambition and it's about aspiration. So the way I look at it is that, you know, if, if there's nobody at the top doing well, competing in big global races, knocking out, you know, world class times and, you know, top 10 British performances ever type times, then the people at the rung below that, you know, let's go for men, what we're looking for is people to be running sub 208, and you know, if you're a 215 or a 220 person, then you're probably thinking, if there's no British people at that top end, you're probably thinking, oh, it's it's not possible, can't be done, it's really hard, I could put in loads of hours on top of my job for not a lot of money, what's the upside? I'll just give up. And I think that's very easy to do. But if there's some, someone to aspire to, someone to push, someone to compete with, then you'll improve. And then of course it knocks on. So the 230 people, they're all going, okay, well if these guys can do 220, then why can't I? And so they get better and fitter and healthier. And so it goes on all the way through the chain to those people who have just started running really. Go, okay. Well, if they can do a park run, so can I. If they can do a 5k, so can I. If they can run it that fast, so can I. And at the moment, one of the fascinating things about coronavirus and its impact, and in particular the death rate in the UK, and lots of talk of it being really high because obesity is high. And then you add in a whole bunch of mental health challenges that we face. Uh, and we know running helps with our mental health. Then you go, wow, this is actually pretty important that everyone has someone to look up to, to aspire to, to compete with, to be better than. And let's not kid ourselves, that's totally how it works in running. Every now and then we might go, do you know what, I'm really pleased with where I've got to. I'm really proud of what I've achieved. And that'll do for me. But most of the time, 
we are looking ahead. We're looking at the people in front of us in the race. We're never looking behind. You don't know what's going on behind you in a race. You're looking at who's ahead and how by how far. And that's also how the human brain works. We want to improve. We want to progress. But we need things to look to. Totally fine, it's brilliant. So pleased. Might not be quite so good for a speed session just yet, but we'll see tomorrow. It's fine for this little ramble. Uh, so then, you know, that's what we're trying to do with the leaks, we're trying to support them, and there's loads of other thoughts that I've got about how we can do that in the future. But in the here and now, it's about supporting those elites that I've spoken about. I love a noisy motorbike in Epping Forest. and because the way it works is that the more revenue we make the more goes into the fund to support the elites we're often well we think about quite carefully how, how we package up and what we offer our own clients and largely speaking, I mean, there's loads of different components, but largely speaking, in running, there's three, three vehicles. There's always been two, so there's always been what I call the full pursuit, which is one-to-one coaching on an ongoing basis, focused on specific goals, which we work out together, regular communication, We've got a real focus on the coach-to-athlete relationship. Uh, then there's the Just Run package, which is aimed at people who don't necessarily want a day-in, day-out schedule that you get through the Full Pursuit program. And in that, you'll get three runs a week and you get to choose when to fit them in. Still based around your goals. It's much more flexible, but you get less interaction with the coach. And then the third and the new approach is the early milestones. So it's really building off the back of the success of the audio recorded sessions that we've managed through lockdown. And like I said before, it's 
aimed predominantly at those people who are new to running or looking to improve who don't want a full-on coach but want a bit of help and support and guidance so in designing this just giving some thought to making it as easy as possible easy to access and what that involves is a simple sign up process and we have a page on patreon.com which is a uh, a site that's designed for content creators to help them monetize their content so we're live on there all you need to do is log on to that sign up less than 10 a month and then you'll get some more instructions which are also really simple that's just about filling in an email address so that we can contact you and then from there for an eight week program so two months worth you'll get one audio session a week which is me taking you through a session but I'll also be talking about the other things that you should be looking to do that week to optimise your training and also other hints, tips and advice as we go so you'll get me in your ear again if you choose to do that and then and don't worry, recovery rambles and some other hardcore sessions will continue for the time being at least and then and maybe some other content too might be brave one day and interview some people see if I can get that tech to work too um, yeah and in addition to the audio session you'll get the chance to sign up to a closed Facebook group or a WhatsApp group where you can ask questions directly about anything towards your running and the final point really is the stages and the nature of it there are two stages to start with one is getting towards 5k I'm running towards around the distance of around 5k and the second stage is you can already do that now you want to do it maybe a bit faster or perhaps a little bit more comfortably so there you go simple check out the link in the notes that come with this on your podcast platform if you're at all interested or if you know anyone that might be interested
Okay, I'll stop guffing off of that. That kind of nonsense. Talk a little bit about the recovery run. That's what we've been doing. 38 minutes so far. I might be a little bit quick tonight, having not done anything yesterday. And nothing meaningful since last week. Um, but typically, you know, a recovery run should be comfortable and easy, enjoyable, uh, able to hold a conversation. And it's a really good way of keeping moving but helping your body recover, funnily enough, from harder sessions. And in my experience of coaching new people, oh, there's my dear for tonight. There she goes. It's on her own though, that's not. Oh, there we go, there's another one. Um, yeah, my experience is that most people run too fast. And, and actually, the range in which they run in between hard sessions and easy sessions is nowhere near big enough. Oh, some young ones. Three little ones, maybe a year old. I've got no idea how many deer there are in Epping Forest, but I reckon I'll have counted them all at some stage in the next couple of years. Um, yeah, so most people don't have a broad enough range in their recovery running, or in their running in general, run their recoveries too fast, and that impacts upon their ability to run the hard session's hard. And in my opinion, it's virtually impossible to run. Your recovery runs too slow. And certainly the more volume you put into your training, the slower you want those runs to be. And at least a couple of minutes per mile slower than say your marathon pace or your half marathon pace.
totally nuts that my ankle's fine. So I wouldn't want to be doing a big speed session straight away. And the long run might challenge it as well. But I really did think on Friday when I did it, oh, how am I going to be able to record next week? Let alone run for myself. And of course I'm running for myself all the time when I'm doing these sessions as well. I said it before, they're massively helpful to me. Recording them. Saying stuff out loud helps you process. Helps you think about things. Keeps me honest as well, particularly in the speed sessions. It's really good. Okay, coming around to 40 minutes or so. And I think we'll leave it there for today. Well, I've just got to the top of the hill, so I need to. Well, that's a little bit sore, so I'm gonna just pull back. Have a little stop. And we're going to leave it there. So thanks for listening. Hope you get a bit of an appreciation of what the Milestone Pursuit is trying to do. We're trying to support people as they pursue their their milestones. And we're also trying to support the elite because we believe that sporting excellence and sport for all are mutually beneficial. Brilliant, thank you very much, and I will be back uh, th- this week with more, spe- more sessions, some speed, and we're going to do a bit of strength, balance and agility work this week as well, and uh, I hope to um, well, maybe hear from you soon. Thanks everyone, bye-bye. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavourless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well... HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.